Hello, and welcome to The Audacity. I'm Parsa. And I'm Sarthak. And welcome back to the second episode. It's good to be back. What do you think? I think so, too. It's been a long time since we did our first one, mm-hmm. and now we're back. Um, we were supposed to record on Monday, but we forgot. So That's right. Here we are. Um, we're very dedicated to our craft. I think um, by being dedicated to our craft, like Sarthak said, it takes a certain level of... Um, forgetfulness that I think most podcasters don't have. And that's something unique that we bring to the table. That's right. Only the best forget. I mean, I heard once Jimi Hendrix forgot to come to his own concert. So it's like the same thing. Yeah. And one time, um, I forgot. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) The best do. (laughs) Okay. So we thought, not a lot about what we want to talk about in today's mm-hmm. podcast and we were thinking along the lines of something that influenced the start of this podcast and that would probably be our four years at sunset high school mm-hmm. and we're, since we're out of sunset high school now we have the ability to reflect on our four years and give any new incoming freshman advice mm-hmm. um, for how to approach high school. Or how not to approach high school. Exactly. I think this is going to be a very useful episode for you if you are a freshman. Some people um, will watch a YouTube video, and the title of the video will be like, How to Succeed in High School. Mm-hmm. And it'll just be someone telling their success stories. But I think that's foolish, because you can't copy someone but you can copy not doing someone. That's right. You can not copy someone, which is what you should do to us in this episode. Um, let's get into it. Okay. Let's start with... Drumroll, please. Ninth grade. Ninth grade. That could have been so close. We were almost there. Oh. Please... Please applaud. Please applaud. <laughs> um, our f- we're going to try not to talk about free rice that much, but this uh, former author still stands. One applause equals one game of free rice. One subscription right. equals you, one game of free rice. You know it. How about this? At the Actually, no. After like our 10th anniversary, 10-year anniversary, we'll post a screenshot of all the rice that we've won. It'll be a lot of rice, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. So stay tuned till 2028. <clears throat> That's right. <laughs> okay, so freshman year, ninth grade. Um, I think the most notable thing about ninth grade was that there were many sports teams that were tried out for. Um, some of us have more you experience. You've got to be kidding me! <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe you do that to me on air. Ooh. Well, um, something else about ninth grade was that Opal Juan was at Sunset High School. Hey, yeah, Opal, Opal if you're listening, listening. please <laughs> <laughs> But I think that's a good way to start off the podcast. Yep. Um, yes, I did try out for the basketball team in ninth grade. Um, we should walk through the story a little bit. Okay. Um, so what was your thought process going into this tryout? Well, one of the main things is that Mr. Sherwood was my teacher in ninth grade for world history 10 and um i think he had some sort of preconceived notion about my athleticism because he 
encouraged me to try out for the team. Ooh, and that's pretty good. When the coach of a if when the head coach of a team encourages you to try out, then you obviously have this some this like um, your thought process is centered around the fact that you think you can make the team now. What was his exact words to you? You should try out for the team. Now I don't know <laughs> with what. Um, if there was like some underlying message that was like, don't try out for the team or like try out for the Ooh, team, it'll be true. a good joke. But his words that I interpreted as a freshman was try out for the team. And so our first piece of advice is don't listen to your teachers. Don't listen to your teachers. Always look for the underlying meaning of what they tell you. Read the, between the lines. That's right. The one thing they'll teach you that is actually relevant is when they tell you in lit that you should always treat everything, like question everything that you hear. And that applies to teachers. So be very careful. They taught you that in lit? Yes. Really? I think so. Really? Yeah, they told me not to question anything in lit. So by reading between the lines, I was like, question everything. And that's what I wish I knew as a freshman. And that's what you wish you knew because well, let's keep going with the yeah. story. So, I showed up to basketball tryouts. Um, me and my friend Harish, uh, we both were encouraged to try out for the team. And we came. We Both of us weren't wearing basketball shoes. We were just wearing regular Nikes. <laughs> we were, Our parents weren't about to go out and buy basketball shoes for us just for tryouts. We were naive in a sense because everyone around us clearly knew what, what, what the outcome was going to be, but we didn't. So we show up to tryouts and everyone's warming up. A couple of people are getting in some dunks. And I grab a ball, I palm it. I think it was Wilson. It was a Wilson ball. Mm-hmm. Um, Classic. I test the laces on it. <laughs> um, no, that's a football. <laughs> I test the lines on it. and mm-hmm. How do you test the lines on a basketball? I mean, you just run your fingers over it, if you know what I mean. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's another... I think we should pause there and give you advice number two um, for freshmen. Anytime you can, try running your fingers over something in high school, whether it's someone else's test paper or like a whiteboard or anything. Or like it's, a whiteboard with notes on it. Yes. Um, yes. Other Absolutely. people's lunches. Other people's phones. Um, the microphone in the auditorium. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Your math teacher. Toilet paper. Whatever it is. Toilets. Toilets. That I think a lot of I don't think a single person has tried to run their finger over a toilet, and I think that's a huge mistake. We don't Me know too. what could happen. Exactly. Because every time you touch something, it's a signal that you're comfortable with your surroundings. And also, it's a way that you can be familiar with your surroundings. Like, you know how dogs will sniff everything around them, and, like, snakes will slither you should do that, but with your fingers. I think it's a total power move. Like, yeah. let's say there's a pile of vomit in main hall, and everyone's, like, steering clear of it. But you're that one kid who puts your finger in it. And everyone's Dude. like, wow. I mean, if you're still down your advice, just picture this. Picture it. It's your first day of school. You know, you're wearing matching socks and shoes. And you walk into your first class, which is freshman lit. And you go into freshman lit and your teacher is like, oh, hey, everybody, welcome to your first day of high school. We're going to introduce ourselves and stuff. And you look around and you see there's three empty seats at three different tables that you can take. And one of them, it's like a bunch of nerds and they're all just doing math. 
And the other one is like a bunch of athletes, and they're all throwing things around. And then you look at the third table, and there's only one kid sitting there. And he is just touching everything. Like, he has his hands on the table, on the chair next to him. You know, anytime someone tries to sit down, he slaps him on the back. Which seat would you take? I would take the... Yes, go ahead. As someone who just went through four years of high school, now I know that the right option is mm. to take the seat of the person who was running his fingers over everything. That's right. That's a power play on top of a power play. If you're partners with that guy for any class activity, you will win the class activity. Mm-hmm. You will just be... So, finish. basketball tryouts. Yes. You're running your fingers over the ball. That's yes. the first thing you did right. And I gave a look at Harish. I looked over at the coach's table and Mr. Sherwood was there. I gave him a nod. I looked at the basket. I lined up at the three-point line. Um, and I swung my shot. You swung your basketball shot? Yes. Mm-hmm. And see that sounds the ball like went out of my hands. Okay. Yeah. Um... And it was flying through the air. It had this nice spiral. Mm-hmm. It was like the, the perfect aerodynamic shot. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, whenever I watch the pros play, it's always the spiral on the ball that mm-hmm. gets, gets Yeah. It. I thought I was a pro in that moment when the ball was circling through the air. But then the ball, I don't know, maybe it was a gust of wind. Maybe it was... Um, the air resistance because of the um, like the erosion on the ball or something. The but erosion on the ball. Yes, because when a bunch of hands palm it, it eventually loses its grip. And I think that's what led to the downfall because the ball didn't even touch the backboard. Wow. Yeah. What did Mr. Sherwood say in class? In the class. Yeah, or, or during the tryout. Well, during the tryouts, he approached me and he was like, be aggressive. I have faith. And um, I was like, wow, he really believes in me. But then I saw him talking to every other person and saying the exact same thing. <laughs> so, um, Never trust your teachers. Yeah. I didn't make it through the first day of tryouts, but the second day didn't go too well. I, I think I went 0 for 20 from the field. Um, I was getting pounded. Um, I got put in, unfortunately, a very bad mm. situation for myself. And it ultimately, ultimately ended up with me and the rest of my peers being cut from the team. Dang. Well, I mean, although unfortunate for you, I think your story can teach um, our incoming freshmen an important piece of advice. Play lacrosse. Which is that... Anytime you have any problems with your scheduling, always go talk to your counselor. They're mm-hmm. very useful. They can be resources. some of the kindest people I've ever met. So I personally haven't had a counselor that has done that for me, but I've heard mm-hmm. in movies and stuff that counselors yes. sometimes can get you through the tough times. Yeah, so anytime you're in doubt, just remember Parsa's basketball story about how you know he got through to the second day, but then he got cut along with his friends. Mm-hmm. And just remember, that's right. Every Anytime I have class problem. Go to a counselor. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anything else happened freshman year? Um, there's the drug bust. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm. Um, do you want to start the story? Oh, um, 
Yeah, so there was a drug bust. I don't know if there's much. There were a bunch of people that were. Um, I think what they did was they went to the pharmacist and they had a bunch of <laughs> bogus prescriptions. And you know how sometimes you can buy aspirin for like, you know, a penny. Mm-hmm. Well, they were selling it for like a dollar. It was pretty illegal. That's as ninety nine cents on a one penny purchase. That's I know that's, that's a huge profit, insane. big huge market. margin. I think they were in marketing one or something. Mm-hmm. Man, they Mr. Buell taught them a lot. <sighs> and um, I heard this. This is just a rumor, so um, don't take my word for it. But I heard that inhalers were being distributed. Oh, dude. Yeah, and in first grade they told us to not. <clears throat> we had like glue sticks out, and they were like. Whatever you do, don't huff the glue. And I think that really set a bunch of kids on the wrong track mm-hmm. after that. Do you know, do you know what I think um, led to this? I think it's the education system itself. In chemistry, they teach us to waft. Mm-hmm. And that just gets in your head the fact that there is more than just wafting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that leads people to like start sniffing and then eventually inhaling. And then next thing you know... Um, you find people in the garage sniffing paint. Yeah, it's kind of then, kind of a broken system mm-hmm. in my opinion. And like even in Health One where they were like, you know, don't ever do cocaine or heroin. But really the only message I was getting from that was you should try cocaine and heroin. And especially when they brought the guest in that gave us like free samples and he mm-hmm. was like, let this be your only sample and never try it again after this when that happened i was like this is probably going to lead some people down the wrong track Mm -hmm. and sure enough that very same day the guest speaker was um attacked as he went back to his truck where he stores all the drugs and so i don't know maybe they should discontinue that program or maybe it was just a bad day for him but so i I think think it was the wrong approach yeah i think the best piece of advice out of this is to always use a planner Um, You can never go wrong with um, planning out your life. It's important to make to-do lists, and Mm -hmm. you can never underestimate the sense of relief and the sense of control you have over your life when you just have everything in a nice, organized list. You never know when you'll forget something that you try to keep in your head, so always Mm -hmm. put it down in a planner. Mm -hmm. That was a good, important lesson for freshman year. So, Mm -hmm. 10th grade. 10th grade. Man, what a year. What a year. That was, the, that was a good year. That was a terrible year. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. It was a terrible year. What happened in your 10th grade year? Um, I had Miss Barassa. Mm. Yeah. What was your 10th grade like? <clears throat> well, I had Mr. McLean. Mm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you were a third perioder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, we both had Mr. McLean. Yeah, we both did. I was a second perioder. It was a mm-hmm. pretty fun class, mm-hmm. if you ask me. Yeah. I think Mr. McLean is one of the top stories we can tell from our high school experience. See, mm-hmm. Mr. McLean, um, if I had one word to describing, describe him, it would be genius. Mm-hmm. Um, absolute genius. Like, exactly. the man didn't know, didn't not know anything. <laughs> That's very true. Yes. And um, unfortunately, that was his downfall because he would love to talk. Um, he couldn't stop talking. In fact, um, the most common position we'd find him in would be on a stool. And do you want to tell us why that was a big problem? Um, yes. 
because when you sit on a stool, the stool has like three legs that are hitting the classroom oh, as well. Jesus Christ. And so that means it just throws off the whole balance of having... Because with the chairs, it's like four legs, and so it's an even number. But then I just don't understand. Because if somebody came in and was like, give me exactly half of the legs in this classroom, or else <laughs> you just wouldn't be able to do it with a stool. <laughs> that was a problem. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is a true story. We were robbed we our were sophomore robbed. year, and a man, no, sorry, that's sexist. That's a woman, sexist. a woman a came woman. in. Sorry, <laughs> 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 it could have been a man in a wig. We're not entirely sure. Gender, oh god. <laughs> It doesn't matter. It's it, a person. <laughs> a person came into our classroom, and they came in with a really dangerous. I think it was a, like a live aardvark that they came in with, which is really scary at the time because mm-hmm. I didn't know what an aardvark was. All I knew was that Arthur was an aardvark. That's right. And when you open the dictionary, it's like the first word or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and no one looks at the first word in the dictionary. I know it's frightening. They always skip to vascular or some word in V. Please. So anyway, Mr. McLean's yeah. class was pretty fun except for that part. Yeah. You know, we got mugged yeah. by a man or a woman with an art I think it's interesting that both of us got mugged because we had different periods mm-hmm. on different days, which means that the school allowed this person to get mugged. Maybe that's why I thought it was a man. You thought it was a woman. Maybe it was, was a man and a woman. different in- instances. Oh, vindicated. We are vindicated. no longer a sexist podcast. Mm-hmm. We are accepting. Yes. Okay. That's a good. This isn't really advice, but if you're a freshman and you're new to the school, try going to the main office and ask them for their public records of like school <laughs> maintenance. What? And they'll give it to you because they're like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> and if you do, you'll see on. What day was that? April 10th, 2016 or something. They'll have the um, the artwork story in there. Mm-hmm. Junior year. Junior, junior year. year what, that was a great year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people say that junior year is like the most stressful year of your high school career. But honestly, don't believe that. That's just not true. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember junior year, I was just going out for milkshakes all the time. There was a nice student store with muffins. Did we go to the same school? Yeah. Sunset? Sunset High School? Is that where you went? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I had a different experience because we had Ivy Literature with... Ooh. Eliza Haas. That's right. Man. Where do we begin? I don't know. Um, well, some context for... This is probably the main story of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Eliza Haas was the speech and debate coach club that both Sarthak and I participated in. Sarthak some a little of us bit more than others. Sarthak a little more than <laughs> me. Um, 
But I think that's that isn't the point. Mm-hmm. The point is we both knew her. That's right. We both didn't know her. Now one of us was in a group chat with her. Mm-hmm. So I think. Well, I think we first have to talk about um, our analysis of the character of Jay Gatsby from mm-hmm. The Great Gatsby. Uh, there's a lot of places you can go with that character. There's a lot of depth to him, I think. Mm-hmm. There's quite a few ways to interpret what Fitzgerald is trying to get at. Yes, as, as we learned in Ivy mm-hmm. Literature. Um, but I think the main takeaway is that Gatsby, should we say it at the same time? Gatsby is, is Jesus. Jesus. He's Jesus. Um, yeah. He... There are so many different interpretations, but though there's one that Sarvak and I much we identified with. Maybe it was because um, of our appreciation of the Dark Knight, but we were dead set on the fact that Gatsby was a physical manifestation of Jesus Christ. And if you'd like proof, there's a lot of it. Just mm-hmm. email us or something. Yeah. Let us know. Mm-hmm. We will we will tell you. So anyway, every day uh, for Ivy Literature, we would put up some sort of indication that Gatsby was Jesus before mm-hmm. class started. And it was our first period, so it started at 745. Mm-hmm. So we'd go in there a couple minutes early and hang up pictures sign signs we said go to this page if you want to see proof that gatsby's jesus mm-hmm. and it was the page that proved it mm-hmm. all kinds of things and miss hawes hated it she did not like it very much she was she, man i'm surprised she didn't fail us mm-hmm. because she just could not stand it mm-hmm. um but the rest of the class enjoyed it so i think that's our primary motivation behind it uh-huh. Uh-huh. And for the sake of being on the sake, in regard to, with regard to Jesus Christ, we were dead set on telling the truth. <laughs> yes, yes, we were. Which is why I, um, I said in the group chat that I was in with Miss Haas, I said, "How many retweets would it take for us on Twitter to conduct a baptism?" Jay Gatsby in class and I'm not really sure she knew what a retweet was Mm -hmm. or how it worked because she said 73 that's the year that the Warriors went 73 and 9 so I'm just saying so anyway we got 73 retweets (laughs) and she really underestimated Mm-hmm. how little 73 was and i think we really underestimated um like the amount of effort a baptism takes mm-hmm. because there was an extensive planning period mm-hmm. for that baptism that took place in the bethany starbucks mm-hmm. that wasn't it that was a rigorous mm-hmm. hour and a half it really was it really was and if you mm-hmm. know us from listening to this podcast you would know that we're not very big on planning mm-hmm. So, but we took it seriously. I mean, we even texted people who were Catholic and asked them that's about. That's right. We were like, we can't offend anybody except mm-hmm. for Miss Haas. So we really went all out on that mm-hmm. factor. I'd say it turned out to be a success. Mm-hmm. It, we put it on Periscope, so mm-hmm. it was live broadcast to all of our wonderful followers that retweeted. If you want to go see it, we'll put a link to the Twitter account Hoslet Life. Hoslet Life. At Hoslet Life. 
Yeah, um, so there were candles and there was a bucket of water. Um, yeah, and I played Gatsby slash Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I played Daisy. And I baptized you. I was baptized. Looking back on it, I haven't been unbaptized yet, so I think I should get that sorted out sometime because mm-hmm. I am not a Christian. So I should probably... I If I died today, I would burn in hell. I should get that sorted out. Yeah, I, I think there's some sort of paperwork for that. Probably. Yeah. But I think the biggest takeaway from this is um, play sports. Yeah, um, get try extracurriculars. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to just stick to your regular schedule. There's there should always be things outside of school. Yes, of course. Get involved. Challenge yourself. Go out and even if you think you can't, go play a sport and see where that takes you. Step outside of your comfort zone. And speaking of sports, that takes me directly into senior year. Which was the only year where I didn't play any sports. Really? Oh, yeah, because you swam. Mm-hmm. So, if you think about it, you got baptized for three years. And then I got baptized for real, and that's when I stopped getting baptized. Mm. Wow. I can't believe I stopped making you swim. I'm so sorry. The good thing about swim is that it's a non-cut sport. So, that means if you almost get cut from swim like I did. It's really quite an accomplishment. Um, because they don't really cut people based on based on skill or anything like that. Really, if you get cut from the swim team, it's because you did something bad. Which and so, I mean, here's the thing about the swim pool. It's, we have an indoor pool for home meets and it's, it's a very nice pool. It's, it's really good for meets, but the thing is when you swim, you get tired especially when you're swimming really hard and there's only one water fountain in the thing. And so apparently you're not allowed to drink the pool water and like, you know, bring a bunch of water bottles to fill up to keep in your car because it's like against their policy or something. So yeah, that's why they tried to try to discipline me. Um, I almost couldn't hear them. I drank so much water by that point that everything just kind of went over my head. Yeah. Um, but anyway, senior year was... It was a busy year, I think. College applications. Mm-hmm. My yes. goodness. You'll, you'll be busy with things that are not part of school, mm-hmm. which can be annoying. Mm-hmm. It's a real disappointment. What is? Senior year. Because yeah. <laughs> when they say senior year, you expect that they'll give you a complimentary cane wheelchair That's right. and walker. But you think there'll be benefits, like mm-hmm. all the freshmen are afraid of you and like pensions, pensions, healthcare, free food. There's some free yeah. food. And you know, in the movies, they kind of portray like the seniors are like six foot five and the freshmen mm-hmm. are like four foot five. And it's like this height difference that happens in the hallways, but... I found myself getting shoved in main hall quite a bit by people who were far younger than me. <laughs> they probably remembered the basketball tryout. You know, there's freshmen every year just getting worse, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an epidemic. I mean, just looking at how short and, as a result, dumb the future grades are becoming, I'm a little worried about our future. 
-hmm. like some of our teachers would be like this year especially they'd be like you're the future you're our future and it's like the future after us is pretty scary. It's pretty, it's pretty disappointing. Yeah, we are literally the future. And then after that, it's going to go downhill. Mm -hmm. So I guess if you're a freshman, remember that nothing you do really matters. Because mm -hmm. sometimes you'll do things and it feels like it matters. Like you go like volunteer at the food bank or you know, help up somebody else out. But really, it's... Or like play a game of free rice. Yeah. But it, it's a drop in the bucket. It's so a drop in the bucket. We highly suggest... Here's our final piece of advice. Mm -hmm. If you're a freshman, don't do anything don't because do you're anything just going to screw it up even more. You're going to mess up. You're, you're a freshman for a reason. I'll say that. Yeah. Some people are made into freshmen by circumstance and some people are born freshmen. Um, and if you're a freshman this year, you were born a freshman. Not all freshmen were made equal. That's right. And some are less equal than others. And when we were freshmen, we had rights, but... You don't deserve those. You don't deserve. They say that America has is a free country with a lot of rights for people. But historically speaking, not everybody in America has had the same rights as everybody else. And one of those groups is freshmen. Um, and it's just unfortunate that nobody is fighting for you. But it's okay because you're freshmen. Yeah, it doesn't right. really matter. You have three more years. Mm -hmm. And that was, it's pretty, I think that was our most uplifting episode. Mm -hmm. Well, that was four years covered in 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, who do we want to thank? Um, I'd like to thank, I'd like to thank Mr. Arnold. He was my PE teacher in fifth grade. And he really hardened me up because he made me play dodgeball. And we could only throw underhand, but... Every time someone would throw overhand at my face and I would, you know, sit down and cry, he would just ignore it. And I think that was the thing to do. He knew that if he if he didn't let me cry, I would turn into something like a freshman. So I'd like to thank him. Mm -hmm. I'd like to thank Mr. Onishi, my fifth grade PE teacher, because he taught me the value of... Um, Sports, basketball. Man, you can't he see it right the now. one who got me into basketball. So, God, I don't want to thank Mr. Onishi. I love Mr. Onishi. There you go. Because without him, he wouldn't have gotten me into basketball, which is why I wouldn't. I, without him, I wouldn't have tried out for the basketball team. Without him, I wouldn't have gotten cut from the basketball team. So my entire high school experience would have been dictated by a completely different mm -hmm. story. That's right. Then being cut by the basketball team. You can't see it right now in the audio, but Parsa is touching everything in this room. Just like we told you to do. Mm. Touching everything takes a pretty, takes a certain type of person. Don't you think? Yes. I mean, who would have the audacity. <laughs> <laughs>